Welcome to another episode of Whiskey and Mash. week's episode of Whiskey Mash. I am Chris Pullman. And I am Gloria Ackerman. And this week we'll be talking about Season 7, Episode 18, and Season 7, Episode 19. Season 7, Episode 18 is called The Price. Colonel Potter, there's so much going on in this episode. It's it's hard to sum it up. Um, Colonel Potter mm. comes riding into, that's how it begins, into camp on Sophie. You can see that he's content as can be. Um... Radar's worried about him, looking for him, and he said, I just needed a day away. Mm-hmm. Then a Korean family came in, and they were getting his laundry, and the father wouldn't, grandfather, I think it would be, would not even look Colonel Potter in the eye, and we find out that he was an officer, um, an honored officer, and just felt very lowly that now he's doing laundry. Um clingers trying to bribe Colonel Potter uh, plus there's another young gentleman young Korean man named Han who was in in his camp and a lot of his friends got taken away to be in the army he escaped was running around camp and Hawkeye and <laughs> BJ found him and we're kind of helping him out, helping him get away. So I think that's pretty much everything. There were so many characters this week. What we had? Did you mention Klinger? Mr. Pack and his daughter. Yeah, Klinger was bribing. Is all I okay. Said. Okay. So yeah. I was reading. Yeah. The so, synopsis online. Yep. Yeah. There's um, Mr. Pack and his daughter. There's Ham. There's a lot of extra characters. A lot of like small things going on this uh-huh. week. Yep. Yeah, it's interesting to watch. I think the most interesting part of this episode for me was the interplay between Colonel Potter and uh, Chopak. The, yes. And it, it's his daughter. It is Actually, his daughter? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's just very old and frail, but um, watching that interplay, because we find out that Pack was a colonel in like the Korean military uh in the korean cavalry yes he was in the cavalry yeah and um how he defended uh villages against i believe they said the russians and he must have been very famous because ham the little boy who has nothing to do with that family maybe Mm -hmm. he's from the same village but he has heard the stories about him yeah and the the honor that he brought to his family so he he was famous for his work in in the army. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, that, in turn, despite everything that Hawk and BJ have been doing to try and keep uh, Ham out of the army, including <laughs> talking to Klinger to get him a dress, <laughs> he was not happy to be put in a dress, but it worked. It, it did, because uh, they got Charles in on it, too, which was interesting to me, because, like, you would, you never would have had uh, uh, Frank. 
Oh, you never no. would have had Frank help them. He would have went and told and brought him to the army himself. Yeah, but here's Charles, and he actually plays a part in keeping Ham safe from the two uh, ROK army recruiters. And I thought that was kind of neat. But, yeah, they put him in the dress, put him in Charles' bed, and... Then they pretended he was Charles, and I didn't I didn't even get that at first. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, Charles walks in, says, this is my bed. Yeah. And he's like, oh, who's this trollop in my bed? Get yeah. her out of my bed. Yeah. And I just thought that was pretty ingenious, because mm-hmm. if they would have just said he was Charles, they could look at him and see he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. So this was pretty ingenious. I agree. It was it was a little... Uh, they had to think that all yeah. through. Yeah. So, no, I I love that plan. It worked out quite well, which kind of surprised me. But... And they said, I knew you were... There. Actually, what I happened is two you officers came... something? Yeah. <laughs> two officers came in to the swamp, and mm-hmm. they just felt that he was in there and so this whole thing he then they were giggling and thought it was funny because they had a woman Uh, in there yeah which Mm -hmm. wasn't a woman no but then yeah uh ham sees this colonel who saved his village according to him many times and um well to back up just a little bit okay the way he saw him is colonel potter then thought that he left the door open on the to Sophie's stable. stable. Yeah. Yeah. And Sophie was missing. And Colonel Potter was frantic. He had choppers out looking. They had all areas. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the a lot of the land is bombed. You know, has... Mm-hmm. And so they were really worried about Sophie. But in came Mr. Pack. Or Colonel Pack, would you call him? Yeah, I suppose. Colonel Pack, riding on his horse in his full uniform. Mm-hmm. And just the grandest gesture happened. Do you want to mm. tell them? Or? No, it's your episode. Yeah. It, <laughs> Colonel Potter looked at him riding in, and at first they made him get off, and, and Mr. Pack and his daughter were riding, walking away. Mr. Pack's mm. head held very low. And Colonel Potter called him back and gave him Sophie. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, Mr. Pack's, or Colonel Pack's head rose, and mm-hmm. he felt pride again. Yeah. He stood up straighter. He, I think he gave uh, Colonel Potter, a nice bow. Yes, a very low bow, mm-hmm. which I guess the lower your bow, the more respectful is what yeah. I've heard. Mm-hmm. And as an old, old man, he did a very low bow. Mm-hmm. And um, Colonel Potter bowed back at him, and mm-hmm. they just had this understanding. Mm-hmm. Well, Mr. Pack passed away that night. Yeah, because, so well, yeah, the next morning, radar comes... Uh, into, he runs into Colonel Potter's office interrupting something between him and Klinger, which we can talk about in a minute, but uh, says, you know, Colonel, you've got to come out here right now. And, yeah. She was bringing back the horse. Her, yeah. her father died that night, but he died with honor and respect. Mm-hmm. And, oh, it was just such a great moment. His I love final that. hours, happiest, Colonel. We thank you very much. And, and then she kissed him on the cheek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Colonel Potter just took Sophie by the bridle and. Just a quite touching. I actually mm-hmm. remember this episode and crying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. years ago. You know, I didn't yeah. cry this time, but <laughs> I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. No, it was. 
I liked it. And yeah, with, with Klinger bribing Potter, the whole episode, he's like selling off what he can because at first he comes into the colonel's office and says, oh. every man has his price. How does a hundred... Uh, and I'm not just talking peanuts, colonel. How does a hundred bucks sound to you? Like peanuts? <laughs> <laughs> then he yeah. got up to 10,000. 10,000? That's it. it. That's your price. <laughs> Klinger was in a little, you know, the cigarette girls outfits. It was so cute. And Zale was giving him a hard time. Yeah. So they ended up fighting. But he was selling cigarettes, cigars. I saw chocolate in there. I was trying mm. to look what was all in the box. Yeah, all of his... He was selling stuff out of his own personal collection. Yeah, he had a rummage sale. Yeah. <laughs> where he was... I saw boots. Yeah. And... Material that matched Colonel Potter's pink underwear that his yeah. wife made him. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, at the end, it was a nice little exchange between him and Klinger. Colonel, did you get that note that I slipped under your door this morning? Yes, I did. Promissory note for $5,000. Notarized myself, which I am well on my way to fulfilling the promise on. <laughs> so that's it, Klinger. This is an official bribe. Yes, sir. Well, pack your bags. You're going. I will do so, sir. Right. Right to Leavenworth. <laughs> what? <laughs> Here's the travel brochure. And I think he must have handed him a copy of, like, the Army Regs or something. Mm -hmm. Open to the page where it said bribing an officer is a jailable offense. Oh, it's clearly a misunderstanding, sir. I'll give you ten bucks to forget, forget. the whole thing. <laughs> Then they put the ten bucks back, but at the end, it was hilarious because <laughs> no. he tried he tried to buy Colonel Potter a drink, and Colonel Potter said, "Is this a bribe?" No, like, no, 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 sir, just out of the gratitude of my he heart. Had, he had a few to drink already. Then I... Colonel Potter said, "No, let me buy this one." And mm -hmm. he, but can I borrow the ten bucks <laughs> you tried to give me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, the the Colonel from the. Uh, Korean army ends up dying. The soldier who was trying to draw, dodge the draft goes and re back into the army because he wants to be with his friends and honor uh, Colonel Pack and his memory. And it was hard for BJ and Hawkeye to yeah. watch, though. Especially they, Hawkeye. They started throwing. Th I mean, they were angry because yeah. they said to him, "You don't have to do this. We helped you. You don't have to do this." And he said, "Yes, I do. Yeah. For my honor, for my family's honor, mm -hmm. I have to do this." Yeah. And they're like, you're just a kid. Grow up first. Yeah. So. So, interesting, interesting. Yeah. Episode. Anything else? Nope. Me? I got everything on my notes. Okay. Um. I don't know if that's really. Yep, they have them down as Colonel Pack on there also, yep. the gentleman that played him. So I guess that is what we would call him. Yeah, I was just looking through the notes. I don't think it's anything that we really need to mention about Pack. Uh, the the one guy who played one of the ROK officers was Lacey Kim. And uh, with that surname, he's probably of Korean lineage. So he well, would have been only one of about three actors in MASH who was Korean to actually play a Korean. Really? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Most most times they got basically any other Asian to play a Korean. So, 
back to attention to details, which wasn't a huge thing, I guess. Uh, guest stars, speaking of, we had Yuki Shimoda as Chopak, Johnny Hamer as Sergeant Zomozale, returning, Ken Mochizuki as Ham, Miku Mayamama as Sun, Dennis Sakamoto as the ROK, one of the ROK officers, Jeff Maxwell as Igor Straminsky. We did see oh, him. Oh, yes, he, he was doling out. Well, Klinger was trying to sell him ABC gum. Oh, ugh. <laughs> uh, Lacey Kim as the other ROK officer. And then we had uncredited appearances by Kelly Nakahara during uh, Klinger's flea market. Gwen Farrell was in the episode. Shari Saba was in the O Club, as was Jennifer Davis. The episode code was T418. The writer was Eric Tarloff, and the director was Charles S. Dubin. The episode originally aired January 15th, 1979. Alright, on to Season 7, Episode 19, The Young and the Restless. Their favorite line was the same <laughs> as mine. Alright, um, not as many guest stars in this one. Basically... The real short synopsis is a uh, a very young captain surgeon from Tokyo comes to the 4th and 7th to show a new cardiac procedure. And it affects all the doctors at the 4th and 7th to mm. see this young guy showing them up. Uh, as uh, To exacerbate that, Colonel Potter is experiencing... Phlebitis. Phlebitis. Yep. Some sort of um It's very painful, your leg swells up, yeah. blood clots, mm -hmm. a lot of things can happen from it. Yeah. I know a couple people with phlebitis. Okay. So that's what Colonel Potter is going through, but the doctors order him to rest. He says I can't. I'm and, needed, I'm needed. And the doctors <laughs> say we have Captain Simmons, it'll be fine without you. Uh, Winchester thinks it's a great idea to get Simmons in the OR so that he can get showed up. Which he doesn't. And the, so then Charles goes on like a three-day bender. Which surprised me. Yeah. But, the, you know, Charles is used to... BJ said it best. Charles, it's okay that you're not the smartest kid in class anymore. Yeah. So Charles is used to being that guy. And he's not that guy right now. So it's very frustrating to him. Um, in the end, uh, after, again, three-day bender from... Charles and a three-day kind of pity party on Potter's part. Uh, they both get back up, they both get into surgery, and they kind of goad each other into being the surgeons that they need to be. And in the meantime, Simmons also had an effect on BJ and Hawkeye in that he got them to kind of study up again and up their game. But the part I really love best about this episode is actually the Klinger subplot because oh, yeah. this is my favorite Klinger um, method to try and get out of the army he sells it he sells the fact that he is in Toledo the whole episode beginning to end there's only one thing where he's not Klinger in Toledo and it's what That's foils the, the plan yep. and we'll get to that but 
the whole time he's talking to all the guys. He's in his Toledo stuff. He's going to the factory. He's talking to Charles, the doorman at the, uh, <laughs> at the... Pister? Yeah, the, hotel. Yeah. Colonel Potter is an officer on the beat. Um, you know, he... All this. is he's, he's just So he hard, made it work. He's hard selling the fact that he is in Toledo. And at the end... Colonel Potter calls him in to give him his discharge, and again, that I'll leave with that because it's the best part on how Klinger foils his own plan. I think it's funny though because the same thing is what happens in Mash. You know how mm. Mash he's in KP and he's in mm. he's a nurse or a corpsman. Mm -hmm. He's this, he's that. Every time mm -hmm. you turn around, he's something else. Well, as he was Klinger, the main you know living in Toledo, mm -hmm. he not only worked at the um, <laughs> bottle capping place yeah. he also was going door to door and mm -hmm. selling shingles and he was carpeting you know, carpeting and yeah. he had all these other jobs so mm -hmm. he was kind of the clinger that he was but mm -hmm. he had many jobs on the outside also so That's he an just interesting way to put it. sees himself as mm -hmm. someone that doesn't have one job he has yeah. many yeah oh and I yeah I loved that shingle bit with Potter Potter was um at that point, Radar was trying to get Potter up. It had been three days that he had been laid up so that he could get better. And uh, Klinger came in with his siding samples. <laughs> Look at these aluminum siding. I'm not buying it, Klinger. You don't have to, sir! <laughs> if you allow us to use your home as a model, we'll sign the whole thing for free. Just allow us to bring by a few prospective customers. No, Klinger. Out. All right, not aluminum then. How about simulated wood shingles? And thank goodness Margaret walked in at that time <laughs> to help him get out of bed. And Klinger, she's like, out, out, get out. And Klinger threw her, she threw Klinger's samples at him. Yeah. And he said, instead of Look. saying don't throw them, he's like, see, nothing can hurt these babies. Yeah. He's, <laughs> goodness. He... You know, Klinger did a good job at selling this. I know I'm talking like Klinger's a real person, but <laughs> it, it was a great job by Jamie Farr of playing Klinger playing somebody else. <laughs> it was just great. Um, so yeah, Simmons... Very young. Very young. And he even apologizes. And I'm sorry for being so young. He, so you know that he hears this a lot. Yeah. And, you know, he's pointing out all this stuff, and Winchester is uh, acting like the pompous know-it-all that he is. Challenging everything he says. Yeah, even during the presentation. I I would consider that too risky, so I wouldn't do it. Well, you I would because... <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't, sir, but I would. You are aware, Sonny, that that increases the chance of ventricular fibula fibrillation. Okay. I am, and that's why I would administer I uh, intravenous and I can't remember the drug name he said while doing it <laughs> so he had a comeback for everything Winchester said which killed Winchester because yeah. he wasn't the smartest kid in class as you had said my favorite Hawkeye line comes in that same scene uh, Colonel Potter is feet up on his desk and he kind of leans back and over his shoulder goes to Hawkeye you getting all this Pierce and Hawkeye goes sure uh, oh goodness, what's the line now? It's uh like, I'll tell you something, Sonny. Uh, it, it was just a very snotty exchange between Winchester and Simmons. 
Ben Simmons. Oh, what is it? Like, give it a whirl sometime, Major. You give it a whirl sometime, Sonny. <laughs> okay, just checking, Pierce. <laughs> it was a great little exchange. I think what hurt Colonel Potter the most is when Radar came in yeah. and said, we don't need you anymore. Radar was just mm -hmm. trying to get him to go to bed. He refused yeah. to go to bed. He yeah. was at his desk working. Mm -hmm. With his leg up. elevated, yeah. But Radar's like, no, the, the doctor said you need to be in bed. You need to go to bed. Mm -hmm. And he refused to go to bed. So Radar basically said, we don't need you. We have yeah. Simmons, who's doing a bang up job mm -hmm. and I have all your work done for the next two days yeah. so go to bed yeah. and all of a sudden he had this look on his face of not being needed yeah and you saw him deflate because until yes. then he's like it doesn't even hurt and then after that he says alright Radar but you're gonna have to help, help me. me yeah you watched the him the leg deflate. hurts and just yeah his ego deflated and it just it's like his willpower just crumbled at that point mm -hmm. but my favorite Winchester scene, I think, is also in this, and that's when he comes stumbling in on that third, supposedly third day, just toasted, and uh, BJ makes some comment about, ah, you're all lit again, aren't you? And Hawkeye goes, he will be if he doesn't stop breathing on the stove, <laughs> and... Uh, Charles, like, tries to sit down on Hawkeye's bunk and collapses it. <laughs> and Hawkeye is just, oh, no, 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 no. Then they were going to go stick him in the shower, but yeah. he said, oh, oh, yeah, you better BJ, hurry. Yeah, BJ picks him up. Oh, whirlies. <laughs> whirlies, whirlies, yeah. If you've been drunk, you know what he's talking about. Where are we going? We're going to the showers, Charles. We better run. <laughs> that was good. It's exactly what it sounded like. <laughs> it was great. But, yeah, I, I believe Hawkeye termed it as Simmons-itis. That was affecting... Everyone in the camp. Yeah, or at least the surgeons. Because right. even BJ and Hawkeye in that, in that uh, swamp scene, Hawkeye woke up and BJ was reading through a medical journal. And... Hawkeye is like, Why? so he's younger than us, so he's better than us, so he's smarter than us, so I get the journal Journaling. after you. <laughs> I thought that was neat. Yeah, I did too, because at yeah. first he was almost challenging him. Why yeah. are you reading that? You yeah. don't need to do that anymore mm -hmm. than what you just said. Yeah. yeah. And I get the journal next. next. So, um, but yeah, again, at the end, uh, Chopper's come, Simmons isn't around, so Potter has to get in, Charles has to get into OR, and they both have to perform in pain, um, and they make it through. Yeah, Winchester's head, he, he actually tried to leave, and Potter said, no, if I can make it, you can make it. I can drink. I can drink you under the table, and yeah. outperform you over the table. table. <laughs> so it was almost a challenge. And Winchester, mm -hmm. I think, pretty much gave up. Well, he didn't give up, no. but he went over to, to yeah. tell Colonel Potter, you did it. You did a great job. I'm impressed. And he expected Colonel Potter to say it back to him. Yeah, Colonel. He just said, back to work. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, at the end. Oh, I love the end. So this is where I'll, where I'll leave it off. 
There was a lot going on, but I didn't write a lot down for this episode. I didn't either. But yeah, my favorite line is, Klinger's scam seems to have worked. Like, he's sold it the whole time. Uh, Potter calls Klinger in. Klinger's referring to him as the foreman at that point. I have your Section 8. Section 8? I thought I was going over to wherever. But you're the foreman. <laughs> Alright, I just need to confirm a few things before we send you off on your way. Alright. Name... Maxwell Q. Klinger. And goes Occupation. through all these things. Yeah. Uh, social security number. Blah, 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 blah. Rank corporal. Ha! Gotcha! gotcha. <laughs> Soldier! <laughs> if he was a civilian, he wouldn't have a rank. Yeah. So, his one slip up, and that was the end of the episode. And it, that's why I say this was his best. Because, like, we see him in a couple other episodes. Um, there's one where Sydney visits, and he's, like, dressed up as a little girl. But he doesn't sell it the whole time. Right. And the pole he, sitting. And the, the pole sitting. The... And, you know, um, the reducing suit yeah, and all no. these other things. But here, he is committed to right. this one. The whole episode. He is Klinger and he is in Toledo. And everybody will believe that he believes that he is in Toledo. And it's going to happen. And it's going to work. And he's going to get out of here. the army does put that in your head when then, you are in boot camp. Yeah, just. <laughs> right. Right. And I think if that wouldn't have gotten him, he probably, the service number would have. But well, I just. Something. Yeah. But yeah, I love to. But it's how, Colonel Potter's bright mind yeah you know that. and i love how he led into it because all the other questions you know it's like just basic just getting him to start repeating stuff and then corporal clinger no <laughs> you were a breath away no one last question oh, <laughs> he said God. that was the last question <laughs> oh it's okay though you'll get out eventually uh so guest stars re unless you had anything no. else Waiting for the T number. Okay. Uh, <laughs> guest stars recurring cast. We had James Canning as Captain Simmons. He's the only credited guest star. We also had Sherry Saba in the mess tent. Joanne Thompson with a brief brief speaking part during the outdoor triage. And then we had Gwen Farrell making an appearance. The production code was T421. So this was recorded near the end. This is almost in the same order as it was shown. The writer was Mitch Markowitz. Director was William Jurgensen. The original air date was January 22nd, 1979. And that's it for this week. Yeah. Shorter episode. There was a lot going on in these. I, these. These are two of my favorite episodes of what's probably my favorite season of M.A.S.H. And it's a I, good season. It's yes. a good season. And I really encourage you to watch, if no other episodes these episodes if you're going to buy a season of mash because i don't think it's on netflix netflix <laughs> get season seven it's a great season it's well worth your money and your time the characters are already developed yeah so you get um you you get those veteran characters right. rather than the season one kind of changing whoops yeah <laughs> radars drinking and smoking yeah you you get <laughs> This is what they're going to be for the rest of the show, which is really great. Um, and as far as I remember, I 
think this is Radar's last season. Oh, I hope not, but I think you're right. I think I think he shows up some in next season as one of the only characters to actually get a send-off because Trapper just left. Henry had a send-off, had a send-off, but it was at the end of a season. Uh, Frank Burns just left. But Radar comes back and actually leaves at the beginning of a season. Okay. So instead of like Hen uh pardon me, instead of like Trapper and like Frank, he actually comes back and does and leaves. And does a proper leaving. Yeah. I, I think it's this one because I know that Klinger is solid for at least nine, ten, and eleven as the company clerk. Not twelve? There was no 12th oh, season. Oh, 11 is over. Okay, I yeah. thought it was 12. Nope. Okay. 11 seasons. So again, you know, this is getting on toward the end. Great season to own if you don't. Uh, if you enjoyed our podcast, you can find more of our podcasts, in case this was your first one, by navigating to narclaninc.com. That's N-A-R-C-L-A-N-I-N-C.com. Go to the podcast link. Go to the Whiskey and Mash page and there you will find mp3s of all our back episodes available there on the website for you you can either stream them right from the website or download them to your favorite mp3 device otherwise if you do the podcast thing you can find us on itunes or your favorite podcast application by searching for whiskey and mash otherwise we are also on stitcher radio if you do the stitcher radio bit you can also find us on facebook facebook.com slash whiskey and mash you can email us whiskeyandmash at narclaninc.com if you can't remember those two just head on over to the website there are links on our whiskey and mash page there for you to use to navigate to our facebook or to email us from if you want to help support us still can't believe you can do that all from <laughs> memory every yeah. week okay sorry it <laughs> amazes me <laughs> He just does it. It just comes out. I, he is not reading something. I, no. I swear to you. <laughs> if, if you've enjoyed this podcast and you want to help support us, the best way you can do that is to share this podcast episode, the entire podcast, the website, our Facebook page, any of it with a family member, a friend, a coworker, an enemy. We don't really mind. Have mash parties. Yeah. And then come <laughs> listen. <laughs> yeah. You know, however you want to do it, just help us get a larger audience for this show and uh we already have plans in the works for what we'll do after mash is over because again there were 11 seasons there's a special but other than that that's it so we're basically two-thirds of the way through wow. the series you know what are we going to do we're going to keep doing podcasts it's just going to change a little bit uh it's no longer going to be whiskey and mash but we'll keep doing these sorts of reviews with other shows um from similar time periods that we think are interesting if you have a show that you'd like to suggest email, email us, us go on to facebook let us know let us know that you're out there that would be great to hear from all of you in the meantime though i'm chris and i'm gloria we'll see you next week have a great week yeah i can't believe how many people were in that the episode the oh, first goodness, one yes it was it was a little crazy yeah, I thought they were too cheap for that. Or, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. because they don't well, have that many extras, you know. No. They have the same people. So no. to have that many. No, I agree. Like in the second episode, how many extras did they have? Yeah. One. They had Simmons. That's Simmons. It. That's it. That's the only guy that they like paid. <laughs>
guest star money too. And if you look back too, there's not a whole lot of episodes with a lot of extra characters. Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're right. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> they're being watched. They're Yay. being watched. Have a great week. See you all next week. Bye bye. Bye-bye.